well-met friends. My name is Adam, and this is Get By Podcast, where we love to fight. And today, well, as always, I'm joined by my good friend Nick, a.k.a. the producer guy. Nick, what's up, man? Hey, Adam. How you doing, brother? Dude. Doing great. Doing great. Yeah. How about you, man? We're good, man. Where where you at? You're in a different uh, scene. What Dude, I'm different scene. Right it's You're just seeing a gray background. Folks listening in can't see anything, but <laughs> and I, yet, yet again, the travels continue. This is probably the last last travel for quite some time, some yeah. for some many moons. But we we are actually my wife and I get wiped and get piped to finally made it to the country of Ireland. It's my first international trip ever. So I realized listening back, I had kind of dropped like, yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> I will be in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. And like, we just never like got to tell you guys listening that my wife and I finally got to do this big trip, uh, you know, just for a little bit of background. We have never, I didn't even have a passport. I've never been outside of the country. <laughs> oh, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Never. I didn't realize uh, that. Well, you know, I went to Mexico when I was yeah. a boy, like age I don't know. Kim mom's listening. She'll let me know. She'll text me uh, <laughs> Friday, the day after this goes live. Uh, but I was very, very young. So, and, and that don't really count. But yeah, so this was like our first like vacation, our first real, real vacation where we're taking a good amount of time to just be married, be in love and, mm. you know, just have fun in a that. foreign country. So, so part of this was just like our, our chance to kind of s- celebrate like that one grandiose kind of honeymoon thing. And the original plan was to be in December because, fortunately, with the army, we get about two weeks in the summer, two weeks in the uh, in the winter to, for a protected leave period where things are kind of running slow and you can you can take that time. Well, you guys all knew about the deployment that I told you guys about. That kind of threw a wrench in our plan, and we said, "Okay, so I will be in Romania." I'd have to switch that a little bit, and we were able to to get it for this block, this this two and a half ish three week block. Uh, we're halfway through the trip at the time of recording. By the time this goes live, we'll be, I think we'll be coming home. I think we'll be, no, that's a lie. We still have some more days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, but it's, it's, it's a pretty, pretty grand trip. Um, plot twist here for everyone listening. Oh, thank you guys for, you know, being so supportive of, of me and the whole military thing. And this isn't like a, you know, a military kind of support the troops podcast, but of course I'm, I'm one of them, so it's it's nice for you guys to to reach out. But uh, yeah, I am actually not deploying anymore. Uh, so Woo! that's that's crazy. It's yeah. crazy to just tell my whole family, my my loved ones, my wife, all my good friends of the Get Pipe community that I'm going, and then all of a sudden I'm not. Uh, but but long story short, uh, a job, I guess you could say, a position opened on post where they needed. You know, they needed feeling. It's a, a command billet, which is a really, really big opportunity for for me, for any kind of captain, my age, young captain. And only it was, it was only two people on the entire post could uh, fo- foreseeably take this position within right. you know the time frame that needed to be taken. And I was I was one of them. And so the other guy got the job because I was deploying. <laughs> and other guy was just like, you know what? What if what if we switch? What if he took it? Because uh, this, this sounds more, you know, Adam's gig, right. and and I go on the deployment, and we, we were able to work out that 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 deal essentially, yeah. and uh, yeah, Heck the yeah. only asterisk there was I was like, well, I have all of these <laughs> these trips have, planned, non-refundable, non-refundable trip, 
<laughs> I was like, I am going on these. I would love to to take this position, but I'll take it and then I gotta leave for three weeks, which is yeah. a funny little thing that I have going on right now. So I kind of <laughs> get the best of both worlds. I'm going on my trip and then I get to go back and do a stressful job, but a, but a really rewarding job. And, and very fortunately, that rewarding job will be done uh, on the home front, at least for the time being. You know, we never know how things are going to change in the future. Yeah. But, but yeah, so a lot going on in Get Pipes World. Yeah. We'll, we'll, of course, talk about throughout the episode how this trip has been going and how pipe smoking has been a, a huge, huge, huge impact on this trip, making it so awesome. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. How, how are you doing, man? What's, what's, I'm, we have not been chatting because normally, know. you know, we're, we're texting kind of all day at work, you know, maybe hopefully my boss and your boss aren't listening. To this. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've yeah. Been, the, uh, the five hour time difference is a little rough. How, how are things? Things are good, man. Things have been good the past few days. I, uh, I guess past week and a half, two weeks or whatever it's been since, you know, we, we really talked, you know, got, got back from the Vegas pipe show, had a crud, kind of the classic crud, but it wasn't, it wasn't like a sickness though. It was more just like, I just feel cruddy. I wish like it's, it was to the point I like, I wanted to be either sick and know I was sick or be all right. You know what I mean? Cause it's, it was just so, it was so in the middle but uh, anyways, got back still like just, I mean, honestly, I'm looking at stuff on my, my uh, pipe shelf thing, you know, I need to put away as there's like producer wife put away my bag just the other day, like unpacked oh, it from Vegas. Okay. Wow. <laughs> from Vegas. Cause I was lazy and, and all this stuff. She's like, I needed to like close, open the bedroom door all the way. So I just put your bass like, yeah, I'm sorry. Just, you know, when I get home, I just want to hang with the kids and hang with her. So all that stuff's put on the back burner, but yeah. Oops. Yeah. On the back burner, it can be done in a time, but man, I've just been hanging, been smoking some cigars in this beautiful weather. And, um, yeah, I, I haven't really had too many pipes. I actually, um, was on, an interview with Captain underscore Kirk thirty two, our good friend. Kirk. Oh, what about yeah. what? When? Who? Where? This. How was, do I watch? How do I hear? It's on his YouTube, Captain with a K underscore Kirk thirty two. I don't know if it's it's not live as of time of recording. Um, I think he was honestly waiting for me to send him our original intro music to the podcast. I sent it oh, to him, so I think nice. he might be putting it putting it on the video or something. Which okay, is, which is pretty cool. And I think I'm like his second or third interview he's done. And man, it was an absolute pleasure. Like I obviously I've known Kirk um, for geez, like I feel like two years or something. You know, a year and a half, pretty much since the Discord started. And um, you know, we got to meet at Chicago this year, and what a great dude and his, the interview was awesome as well. Um, I had a great time talking, you know, it was one of those things where I was given the, the platform to talk about things and it was good. Not that, you know, I don't hear by any means, but it was interesting to be sort of air quotes interviewed and, uh, it didn't even feel like an interview. It felt like a discussion. So go check that out. Uh, be on the lookout if it's not out already. Um, I he's quick. He is. It was last yeah, I was gonna say this is if I'm just gassing him up, but he's like, you know, he's tarrying to get this ready. Uh, I'm sorry, but <laughs> yeah, no, but go go check out Captain underscore Kirk thirty two on YouTube and uh, 
go check out the interview. We had great, like it turned out to be a 45 to 50 minute discussion, but it felt like it was 15 and uh, it was just super easy. You know, we're just two buds hanging out, talking. And uh, so that was great. I think the reason why I talked about that was I, I think I admitted on the podcast, I haven't been smoking too much or uh, anyways, I've talked to someone recently about it and I'm like, man, let things, the, the quick smokes. And I mentioned it on our uh, Vegas show, um, Jeremy McKenna, he got, he gave me some like small cigars, like the Peritos, I think they're called. And then he gave me an, another uh, type as well. And th- they've just been so perfect, man, for, for what I'm doing. I, uh, I don't have anything in particular that I'm like super fond of right now besides the small ones. And, uh, I actually got the, I think it was a pipes and cigars magazine or like their flyer that they do. And man, I was scouring that. I was like, all right, what can I get for these little cigar guys? They had like a hundred for 40 or 50 bucks. I was like, man, these things still work. Okay. Yeah. These things still work, man. Uh, I didn't buy, I haven't bought anything yet. Probably, probably wait till next month or something because I, I still got a decent amount. But man, it's been beautiful here. Uh, we're it's been eighty something. Eighty? Is, oh, I yeah, don't know if that's man. beautiful. Wow. It I is. Mean, it is. It, but it's been nice. But tomorrow, um, we're we're get, cruising back into the fifties. And um, wow, what a change! Yeah, it's gonna be crazy change 80. on Halloween. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's been it's hot. That's not even. It is hot. <laughs> I mean, that's like that's nice uh, when it's the middle of the summer and 80s yeah. have changed, but damn. I've been, I was, uh, on Saturday doing some work, some homeowner stuff. We're building a little patio, um, out back producer wife and I, and, uh, man, I was just moving, uh, wheelbarrow loads of rocks around and I'm sweating, brother. I'm sweating at that 80 dude. degree heat, but yeah. I've right. been sweating in these damn hotels, dude. These <laughs> people are not fond of, uh, you know the cold Air here, which you know, <laughs> which is interesting because isn't it, isn't it cold there? Today was pretty grueling. Uh, we were walking outside. It was, dude. It's been raining almost the entire time, and that sounds sad, but I don't know, man. I just, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, a rainy day, you know, on a vacation is better than a sunny right. day in the office, kind of thing. Hey, uh, yeah, my wife was was keen to to shoot that. <laughs> That buzz phrase out. <laughs> oh man! But it was true. I was saying like we went on a. Now talk about this is we got some more smoke and a joke. Yeah, a lot of smoke and joke. But yeah, we yeah. Went like a two mile walk today outside. And it was raining the entire time and it was wonderful. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that. But yeah, I mean it's it's been about forty eight ish, forty nine ish degrees. Uh, so yeah, pretty pretty chilly. And then with the wind and some of the windier parts of the you know the coastal areas of the the country been been pretty gnarly, but. Then you go into a building and it's not like the heat thing, but yeah, you know, you have a couple of pints and like, I'm just like a little warm, but yeah, I, I can't wait for the, the winter, man. I just, I'm a, I love winter, especially, yeah. you know, growing up in New England. I just, yeah, it's just cool. It was, it was our, yeah, it was our season, man. Like that's when you, like, I just have the fond memories of going in, like I lived in a cul-de-sac and the plows pushed all of the snow to the end. So then it made freaking forts in it and stuff. We yeah. And you lived on the end. Darts. So that was yeah, like your, your, your our land essentially, which was, which was fun. But, uh, yeah, man, I've, uh, one thing, another, an, another thing I should say, another interview uh, y'all should go check out is actually the pipe and tamper 
uh, Vegas part two episode. That's uh, again, as time recording their latest episode, I believe it dropped yesterday. Um, yeah. And, uh, I think Sunday or whenever. Yep. Yeah. But Sunday. Yeah. That was <laughs> October, October 29th, <laughs> but um, go check that out. I haven't listened back to it just yet. I had a just busy day and me too. I'm excited. I'm be, yeah. I'm going to be looking forward to hopefully in the next couple of days. You know, I think as long it's yeah, going to take so you was, next couple of days to do it. Two, uh, so it's two and a half it's, hours. It's, yeah. That's, that's yeah. like on par with our longest, you know, yeah. ever. We typically have go around there on like a, yeah. on a good month. We'll probably have one that's pretty close to two and a half, but yeah, yeah there's, yeah. I mean, we're not the only interview. Uh, there, it's a collection of, I think six, six or so. Again, I, mm-hmm. we've got to get through it ourselves, but we had so much fun doing the recording. Yeah. Probably up there. I mean, we've, I've done now a couple in-person recordings and we've done, you know, to include you and I's very first, uh, Vegas one. Um, that one was just this one with, with pipe and tamper was just so wonderful. They, they, they asked I, us some good them. hard questions. Like they good, did. And that, and that's what I think I liked about it. Like Mike interviewing in person was so good. Like it, it, it was, I don't know. He just, he just brought a great dynamic to that, to those in-person interviews. And, you know, I'll, I'll listen back to, to some of the other interviews as well. Cause you know, I general, genuine, generally <laughs> was a hard word to get out. Remember our interview. Um, but yeah, I was, I always like to listen back just to get everything on there, but there, there were some, some special announcements on yeah, there. Oh yeah. I don't I don't even think we'll we'll make here. We'll we'll keep it there. We'll keep it exclusive. Yeah. Go go listen to Pipe and Tamper. Get get their ratings up, their their downloads, whatever you want. So Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was that was one thing that I was actually very happy to to get to talk about was our, our yeah. battle of the Briar. So there's some hot stuff coming out. Uh you guys if you if you don't want to listen to it, you know, stay tuned to the Get Pipe Podcast. We'll talk about yeah, it probably yeah. you know, a couple months, a uh, month and a month or so as we get really into uh, the year 2024, as we're driving the production yeah. up even higher. But for now, uh, we got some hot, hot notes coming down on the pipe and taper podcast, but sure. yeah, man, dude, it's, it's, it's been good. It's been a good year for, for pipe shows and pipe events and pipe drops and tobacco drops. And we're kind of coming towards that end, you know, October yeah. 31st is, you know, at, at my time of recording, not you your are time of recording I'm in October 31st. <laughs> Uh, which is pretty good. It's, it's 1230 for me in the morning, oh, okay. <laughs> but right. you know, not, not too, too late, but um, yeah, they do. They're huge on Halloween here. Apparently it originated really? here. I let, uh, oh, wow. I feel like many countries have that claim, but Claimed. <laughs> I think there's some, some legitimacy here. I don't know too much. Of it, Christmas started in America, dude, real quick, like, real quick aside with this whole Halloween thing. There's like this massive festival in uh, County Derry here in, in Ireland uh, for, for uh halloween and they call it the biggest halloween event in all of europe and i and i believe it because we were there we were there on sunday evening uh sunday saturday evening friday i don't know one of the days ago uh so not halloween being tuesday right so i guess tuesday is their biggest day but yeah we went we went sunday night and there were in in the city of uh there so many people i'm probably Dude, we got there at 7 p.m. on a Sunday thinking folks got to work in the morning. Uh, <laughs> this Sunday is also like a religious you know, night and evening and day for, you know, folks, yeah, especially in Ireland, very, 
uh, where this is Northern Ireland. So a little bit, I mean, still majorly Catholic, but a lot of Protestant. Like this is a very religious place, right? Dude, easily 20,000 people. Bro, 20? <laughs> Crazy. Dude. Crazy. Um, and I guess they were telling, we went to a pub, uh, you know, very near close nearby. And they were saying Tuesday gets even crazier, but, but I got to say, dude, God, I love America so much. We, we could not find a public restroom and we what? couldn't really find food. Uh, there, they, when we read in there said, yeah, there's going to be like these tents all around. Uh, and I was just saying, you know, after we were able to get into a hotel and they allowed us to go in and, and you know, use the toilets, uh, as they said, um, I was just saying to my wife, I was like, if this was run in America, there would be a field of porta johns, <laughs> and then there would just be, you know, three dozen food trucks. Oh and, yeah, you know, dude. pizza and barbecue, and then you'd like, have the falafel truck over there. You'd yeah. add everything. You'd have a culture <laughs> in their food, and an individual from that country making the food. Uh, so it was a little bit interesting <laughs> to see what their quote biggest fest. I mean, it was massive. It was really cool, but. Anyway, so Halloween's coming. It's we're cooling down. It's getting close to yeah. Christmassy time. We're not going to yeah, talk about a... Christmas too much until you know, know. the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, I've I've mandated that. Oh, dang! <laughs> I'm I'm like the we we've agreed to to wait to put up decorations till after uh, Thanksgiving, I believe. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! So. That's a that's a huge win for I you. I think so, or for me, Maybe. for you, on behalf of you. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll concede certain things because, like, I could do it literally on Wednesday. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you're you're the kind of guy who's uh, November first, and you're thinking about Christmas. Yeah, I mean, there's been times where I've listened to Christmas music mid October. Dude, just, that makes me so mad. Like, I hate that you just said that <laughs> live on air. I love it. I love it, man. Dude, I mainly just, because mainly because I don't listen to Christmas music to like. I don't go out of my way to play <laughs> Christmas music if it's on December 19th. Cool. Great. Dude, I, I just love Christmas songs. It's like, even, even like, <laughs> it's a hilarious statement to me. It's a grown ass love- man just looking at, typing in, it's going to be I cold mean, I don't outside. Know. Baby, it's cold outside. I mean, like, <laughs> let just me whistling explain. It, like, you have one hand in your pocket, the other hand snapping. <laughs> I'm really smoking my my stay. Bing's favorite my Bing's favorite <laughs> Ooh, pipe. There we Ooh. go. But uh, man, like I'm singing like Christmas like lullaby hymns to my children and stuff. Like I guess that's cute you know, and different. Yeah, but cute. but sometimes I just get like Frosty the Snowman stuck in my head in like May, and I'm like, what the? Oh, like even I'm that's horrible. It's gotta be even like a I'm form like, of torture. Yeah, it's not too bad. Anyways, uh, there's an event coming up. <laughs> Before Christmas. Before Christmas. And it is not Thanksgiving. It is actually the Texas Pipe Show. This is uh one of the one of the newer-ish. I I or at least it's like come back in full force. Um, at least they got a great website, TexasPipeShow.com. Go check it out. It's on of uh the, the actual pipe show is on November eleventh, twenty twenty three. We had talked about kind of like leading up to the show ish that we would try to go. Um, but if you've listened kind of for the last couple months, a lot of things have been going on and unfortunately get piped. will not be able to make it to the show. We will be there in spirit. Uh, but there's, there's a lot of great stuff to come to the show. And I think it's going to be 
absolutely awesome. It's in Cedar Hill, Texas, which is the Dallas Fort Worth area. Um, go check out the website for all the breakdowns. There's going to be a lot of vendors there. Um, you know, as they say, vendors that will make your wallet break out in a cold sweat. We have some of the best vendors. No, seriously, at the Texas Pipe Show, you'll find so many of your favorite pipes and tobaccos. But Texas is still the Wild West in some ways. So you also find things that you won't find anywhere else. So go check it out. They got a sl- slow smoke going. And uh, yeah. Dude, this is this is going to be, you know, this is going to rival uh, Mule Town. Uh, yeah. Maybe not particularly this year in terms of size, but in terms of fun immediately. Uh, a, t- a ton of artisans are, are yeah. heading over there. Um, okay. it. Got some inside scoop that there's going to be Ooh. some cool stuff going down in the artisan world. So I am, I am so so bummed that I'm I'm just not able to do it. Like we yeah. get home, like two three days before this, you know, before <laughs> the deployment, before the our vacation, we, we had full intent of going. And, hey, dude, get mom's was going to go. Oh. Get mom's going to book tickets to the Texas Pipe Show. So <laughs> if you are within the area and 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 you're not considering it, you got to be. You yeah, gotta be yeah. get mommed is absolutely in the pipe smoking community, but how many pipes does she own? Zero. How how many Zero. she couldn't even name a tobacco company, you know. You know, <laughs> she, like she could but she was considering going to the Texas pipe show all the way from New England. So uh if 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 you're in the area, you have to be going. And if you can you, do. you know, maybe take the the long weekend. This is on Veterans Day weekend. Or, yep. You know, some of you folks might have that Monday or Friday off uh from from work. If you're working for the government, you might even have two days off would be a really, really awesome opportunity for you guys to go see an awesome pipe show that is, dude, another one that's like uh, growing in the bespoke area, I would say, uh, like a lot of leather goods going over there, oh, you know, okay. re- regarding, you know, pipe packet, uh, pipe carriers and, and, and dishes and trays, uh, pipe uh, furniture for for our pipes to, to be held and displayed, a lot of stuff going on over there. And even like, mer- like pipe smoking merch. You know, you might get a T-shirt that says, you know, Burley. I'm a Burley kind of guy. I don't know. Burley. Whatever it might be. Um, there's there's a lot of cool stuff. And that's that's outside of just the the expensive artisan pipes uh, with their slow smoke. You know, Missouri Meerschaum has been is sponsoring that. So you're going to get a sweet cob mm-hmm. if you want to join. Lots of cool stuff. And this is one that I'm not going to lie. You know, you asked me six months ago, I wouldn't be punching the air that I'd be missing. Uh, but now yeah. we're, uh, we're kind of in punch air territory we're really bummed yeah. that we're not going so and yeah oh. there's there's just so much like stuff because i've never been to texas and i think that's part of like why i want to go i want to experience texas food yeah you know I what i mean experience Dude, texas people i think that's another aspect too this could be a whole pipe show you know discussion which we should you know we'll put a pin in this because <laughs> you don't have to go just for the pipes man yeah like, you don't like i have felt so blessed i guess to have been able to go to all of these locations and meet all these people from all of these other locations like outside of pipe smoking i just i know more about my my country i know more about my you know the people who i'm calling my great family this pipe smoking family it's just very interesting and and yeah you're right i've not been to texas since i was also a wee lad so i'd love to go back and be able to say yes i've been to texas and I went to a really awesome show. So you guys can absolutely be a part of that this year, uh, November 11th, 2023. But dude, yeah, yeah, I think that's, uh, I think it's good. It's getting cold out. Buy a get pipe sweater. 
this sweater and a neck cap. It, it is approved by Dave Shane from the Pipery, just so you know. Oh, he, that was uh, great. Yeah. Yeah. He, he sent us a text saying, what is it? L- love the cap or love not even cap, that. It was, but... it was two words, two word sentence. And uh, yeah, it's uh, very excited. It says hat came very nice. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So unfortunately, we won't. We only have our bespoke, you know, stuff at the the Texas Pipe Show, but we do have it on our website. Well, thank you all for smoking and joking. We're gonna we're about to do some bantering here after our joking, but of course, thank you all for your support of the Get Pipe Podcast. It means so much. If you'd like to support the show financially, go head on over, like we were just talking about, to www.getpiped.co. To check out our little merch store that has everything from the fall collection we were just talking about. While you're at it, don't forget to rate and review the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and any other listening platform you have. While you're at it, give us a follow so you never miss an episode every week. Like even we can literally be a world, a giant ocean apart, and uh, Adam will will grind out at midnight Hell zero dark yeah. thirty uh, to get an episode out every Thursday. But uh, we got a great show. We got a great show planned today, y'all, with another edition of Sandblasted Banter. Following our primary topic, we'll get into some this or that, and then we'll move into Ask Nick Anything. Hell yes. Big thanks to the producer guy for the producer guy things. Now, before we move into our primary topic, I want to remind you to take a deep breath, savor this moment, kindle your flame, and pipe as you please. We have a sandblasted banter, and sandblasted banter is our series where we are typically sandblasted, and then we just banter. We talk about things that have been going on in the pipe smoking world. It's not necessarily a uh, you know what's what's up in smoke or a where there's smoke there's briar. Where those are kind of talking about events. You know, in this case, we're, we're just bantering, we're just talking, and uh, a good way to describe it, you know, we have self-described it as our most pipes, pours, and palsy podcast, <laughs> yeah. yep. and uh, if you don't know that, that is another awesome uh, pipe podcast out there, our friends Justin and Nate, but uh, they they often banter, discuss, uh, you know, their pipes, their their pours, and their, their two pals, and we're the same here, so. Let's, let's get to bantering, man. We're, we're going to be talking today mostly about you. And I'll be, I'll be inter, interjecting my, <laughs> my opinions, my beliefs, my little banters. And uh, I'll be asking probably some questions because Dude, I, yeah. I don't know too much about what's going on. I'll be honest. I've been in the dark about all this, which is for a reason. And that reason is literally right now. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, man. So. Yeah, to, this is more of like a. It it should be like a sleepy banter, not necessarily sand yeah. blasted, but uh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually right. feeling pretty energized, to be honest. Good. Yeah, of course. Being in Ireland, we're now five hours ahead of of, of Nick recording over there, 
so crazy. Like you are literally over. There. I've never been in another country. This is I so know wild. that is weird, man. You know when the when the flight was like four hours worth of just ocean under you. You're like crazy. That's that crazy. is a little creepy. That is creepy. Oh yeah, it is. I'm dude. able to I'm able to sleep. So like I've I've flown to France and Italy before, and um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I just slept the whole time. God, or is it a trip? Or is it like not at a window, so I didn't even think about it, type of thing, or just watch like three movies. Whatever. Yeah, I, I I watched a man named Otto, mm. and the Fellowship of the Ring. And oh. I was. And then listen to two complete Linkin Park albums. <laughs> <laughs> and then some Creed. <laughs> and then some Creed. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. So uh, but man, it's been a uh, it's been good. So yeah, we're not we're not really I ain't got I ain't got no drinks got my water today. Um I think Nick's drinking some water over there too. Yeah. So, you know, you guys can join in. Join in with whatever you want, depending on where you're <laughs> where and when you're listening. <laughs> but you know, we're we're kind of having a great time here. Uh just doing a little Less sandblasted-y bantery, and it doesn't always have to be alcoholic. Remember that, yeah, folks. True. So, but yeah, man, this has been this has been so good. Uh, I've I've always been really infatuated with the Irish culture, their cuisine, which is not something people would typically say. It's basically <laughs> potatoes and uh, you know, a, a, a okay meat <laughs> like a corned beef, but yeah, you know, it's I, very. Bread, very okay. butters, you know, but I love all those things. Like I like it, it's very New England esque, like in terms of like, mm. I would say like, you know, maybe the you know, growing up we had a lot of fake shepherd's pie. Uh, yeah. We talked about this. Real shepherd's pies with lamb, uh, cottage pies, cottage. Uh, beet ground beef. But but as we would call it, shepherd's pie in New England uh, with the ground beef, we had that all the time. Not like the super homemade, fresh kind. I'm talking, you know, the box of Boxed potatoes. You know, yeah, you know, and you know, when money was tight, you know, especially around the yeah. Christmas time, you know, a lot of shepherd's pie growing up, you know. We did. <laughs> so and and it, and I have very fond memories of, of those kind of warm foods. Uh and and yeah, dude, that's exactly what I've I've always desired when you know go into a restaurant. Uh you know, you you can ask anyone, ask producer guy this, like if if you're with you know, if you're with Adam from Get Piped and he is asked what restaurant does he recommend? It's it's going to be a pub of some sort. Pub, yeah. Um, and and man, I've been able to go to a billion pubs. I just <laughs> so many because everything is a pub. Like everything, Dude, everything <laughs> is a pub. Like I, I am blown away. I am blown away because in you know we in America will I will Google Irish pubs and you might find one to two. Within yeah. like a 30, 40 mile radius, right? Yeah. Dude, here you type that in, you're going to get 40, 30 to 40 within a one mile radius. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it's it's crazy. Well, because and, it's everything else, like everything here, if you search bar, you're going to get yeah, a good amount. That's true. In but the they're area. so different. You know what I mean? Uh, Each okay. bar is so different. These, right. These pubs are, <laughs> they're very similar, which is great. It, uh, it's 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 the other thing here is there's bars and pubs and i think a traditional traditional pub is just beer just beer oh so i've been to at least you know some numbers are going to be dropped here i've been to at least 15 maybe pubs that have been <laughs> just beer that's not too bad well i've been to many that oh. as well 
just just pub. Okay. So so we'll go in for a snack, right? We're like, hey, we want to get a light, a light lunch. We'll go into the pub, and it's you know we, we walk in and it's just a, a beer pub, and I'm like, oh. okay, okay, well, I'll, I'll get one pint. So I've, I've been pretty much doing one pint at every pub I've been to. So I'm not going to give you the numbers now, but we do have a tally. And I will reveal that once we get to the end. I don't know what the number is now. Uh, my wife's thinking, and I've been rating each pint and comparing it to the U.S. Oh, so I'll get this one off at the top of oh. the show. Is Guinness different in Ireland? That is a question that I've been plagued with. I've like, oh, okay. this plagues me. Is it really better over there? I do have the answer, and I think not. I don't think it's different. Hmm. Ish. Um, by far, the the head, the pint head, is creamier. It's more consistently creamy. Very actually, of all the pints, they're they're all like ten out of ten on times of uh, in, in terms of cream. But in the U.S., you're you got to be searching for a good place to get a really good creamy head. A lot of times, there's bubbles, water bubbles, or something. Right, and and a lot of pints in the U.S. are a little bit more watery. That's not because the Guinness is different. I think it's just because it's properly uh, taken care of here in Ireland. And I'm telling you, everybody drinks Guinness. Everybody, bro. It is Dang. crazy. Like, you know, we know it's an Irish culture, you know, staple. Yeah. But yeah, the 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 stories are true. <laughs> Everyone's crushing Guinness over here. Um, and, and because of that, the, the taps are... You know, always being revolved with more mm. and more, um, you know, kegs. And I've got some background information that you're actually supposed when you get a keg, you're supposed to let the Guinness sit in the keg for a couple days, like even four to five oh. days before you even hook it up. So I'd imagine in America, once they get a keg, they, you know, delivery, they just throw it up onto the thing and, you know, start pouring kind of thing. Uh, mm. They don't know how to properly maintain the the cleanliness of the taps. People don't order Guinness as much, so it's been sitting there. I think that's the reason why people think it's so different. Right. But other than the creaminess, like I've had a lot of okay pints here. I've had a couple bad pints here, and I've had some really good ones here. But um, yeah, so just wanted to give them a little Guinness spiel off at, at the, the top. top. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, man, dude, it was it was really really. It's just been so so fun and. and a little bit of a culture shock, not too much. Uh, I'm learning some of the dialect is a little bit different, and everyone finds it amusing that we're we're American. Um, and yeah, dude, I just I'm just having a great time. I, I got to actually go to uh, Guinness Storehouse itself and pull that first pint, which was awesome. Got some photos of it. I'll be sharing with you guys, but okay pint you know at the guinness storehouse itself so it does it really does matter on on where you're at but so what uh, do you mean by pull is it like just the oh, first time you have personally pulled a pint exactly okay. yeah okay. so and and the and now i know the real method behind it like how it's done right and that's another okay. thing so we're kind of going i know my mine's really focused on guinness because <laughs> it's like my favorite drink ever um but yeah that's another thing in america they might not be pulling it right um, but yeah, it's, it's a whole process, but, um, yeah, outside of Guinness man, like the main thing, like the two primary things other than of course, spending time with my wife, having fun was, was, was Guinness. And of course, as we're pipe smokers, Peterson of Dublin. Man. Savinelli. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to the dude, I'm, I'm so excited to chat about this. 
I had a whole day planned for a tour of the the Peterson Pipe Factory. And now they do tours, like so. It's not like I got some special privilege. That said, I did. I was uh, having some <laughs> the producer guys giving me the. When about your shirt? No, Are you I sure did. About that? I did get in contact with a uh, you know Glenn Whelan, uh, who's the 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 manager of all of Peterson right now. Uh, he, Peterson has been in his family for for years and years and years. Um, you know, it's just it's been kind of passed on. And he's now Glenn Whelan from cheese. Peterson Pipes. It is, yeah. My, my father, Tony Whelan Jr. of Peterson, <laughs> <laughs> for 53 years. <laughs> this is, uh, uh, of course, our, our good friend, Glenn, <laughs> that you can hear on that. the Pipes Magazine radio, um, <laughs> you know, the advertisement for Peterson. But, but dude, a lot of awesome things came out of that, both uh, realization of how factory pipes are made, uh, the way I'm going to talk about factory pipes in the future, especially Peterson, my appreciation of Peterson just went through the roof. But, but, uh, yeah, so the, the, before we get too into the tour, there's two main pieces of, of Peterson in Ireland, right? So we have the Peterson storefront, then we have the Peterson factory. The factory is Mm. in Dublin. The storefront is in Dublin town, like the, the city center, uh, like right on Grafton street. This is where you're going to find all these, you know, there's a Disney store, for example. There's a McDonald's on that, mm. which is like an Irish McDonald's, which is kind of interesting. But a lot of clothing goods and, you know, of course, your touristy, you know. I Trap stuff. I, you know, kiss me, I'm Irish. Yeah, tra- trap stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but still, I mean, a damn beautiful little street. But it, it isn't actually on Grafton. It's like right on the corner of Grafton. Uh, but, but either way, this is a, a very tourist-centric area. So with that, you get a lot of tourists going to the Peterson Pipe Store, right? Um, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to go first thing. As, well, I did, but I wanted <laughs> to go do the factory tour first. So that's where I got in contact with Glenn. And then we were emailing back and forth. We set up a time where it would work out. Um, and I did get approval to to bring my camera. I have oh. some secret sauce on that camera that I actually can't share. I, I didn't get this approval. I can't share. Wait, what? Um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I guess I can't say live that I'm going to show yeah, you. Yeah, you can't. I won't say that. No, but um, yeah, but but once once this uh, secret sauce goes secret live and and is on secret, I'll, I'll be able to show some of the photos of, of some of the cool stuff that that's Heck going yeah. on at the the Peterson Pipe Factory. But but yeah, man. Uh, so so I was able to bring my camera uh, and and with a little bit of an asterisk that I can only post certain things at certain points, but I get to see everything, man. Like it is so revealing of how things are, you know, when we say factory pipes, it, it's, it's such a disservice. It really is. I've always even said my, on my own that, you know, it's, it's more of a, a, a model T, you know, factory production line, as opposed to our artisans who do everything by hand. That's, that's only like a quarter true. Uh, you oh, know, okay. I, I, I didn't, I mean, I never, we, no one ever thought it was like, you know, man just pushes down the, the metal bar and then it gives the thing and then he gives the net, you know, like it's, it, we all knew each of these pieces. Like we knew there was a stem guy. We knew there was a bowl right. turner. We knew there was a stainer, like a silversmith. Like we knew these things, but until you see it, until you see these guys working on them and there's like 15 of them for an entire factory 
of pipes that, that ships out 65,000 a year. And there's like, dude, like for example, there's three guys, three who do rustication. So every single pipe, Jeez. all 65, up to 65,000 that are rusticated a year, one of three guys rusticated it. Mm. So it's, dude, that's yeah. like an artisan, that's an artisan rusticator in the, in the, he literally is. I was, I was actually going to add, uh, I forget, I think I forgot to talk to you. Um, I was talking to someone and uh, they had mentioned that when we talked about St. Claude and Briar in one of our recent episodes, how it was like um, each factory had like 20 or 30 people working in it back in the day, like back yeah, in the 1800s. Yep. Like that was a lot. That was yeah, a lot. And then was. we, I think <laughs> one of us mentioned that it was like maybe 50 to 100 people today. Um, this this person told me they were like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's still only like 20 people doing it, you know, in these. Yeah, in these I, would, Peterson I would factors. believe that. I don't know where we, well, what sources we were pulling from, but yeah, based on based on what I was seeing in Peterson, man, yeah, like I think probably in their heyday they had. Some, I mean, back in the heyday of pipes, including yeah, Peterson, of course, you know, Peterson at their height was shipping out like easily easily five hundred k, you know, a year, yeah, um, which is which is probably close to their their height. Um, I'm sure they, but, but I mean, there are some places doing like a million, right? Like I feel, yeah, yeah uh huh, which is crazy. To think you know, about, yeah. because of the quality, right? Like even the fact that Missouri Meerschaum ships out so many pipes is, is also yeah. very crazy because they have the same process. It's just a different material that's easier to to yeah. mass produce. Um, but but either way, you know, hands. I, mean, I had a comment in one of my YouTube videos. Um, I forget which one. I think it was my most recent, This the Artisan Spotlight with a little chair. Go check it out. Uh, I, I have this very cringe maybe witty maybe not intro where i say you know i love handmade pipes and then i explain that you know all pipes are really handmade so it's a it was a tongue-in-cheek kind of response at the same handmade because factory pipe guys you know use their hands in all right. parts of the process and someone commented they said oh if if we're like factory pipes are not handmade if we're using your metric then that means like i, I don't know the, he came up with like some crazy you know, analogy that just was so nonsensical. Uh, but, but my point is, yes, the, these are, these enforce this, this factory enforces the idea to me that these pipes are handmade because dude in, in insane. So anyway, so let, let's talk about the, 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 the tour. So we, we show up yeah. uh, a little bit further outside of, of Dublin in terms of the city center. So we got there right at about 11, took us a long time. It used to, it used to be at an old, the, the factory had moved in twenty. 2021 maybe not too long ago maybe maybe a year ago actually 2020 oh, what year okay. is it 23 i think maybe it is. beginning of 2022 <laughs> so we we show up to the factory and it's a tanning salon i'm like uh-oh this don't look right <laughs> <laughs> and uh we ended up finding the right address as after they moved good thing smoking pipes had a great article on it because i was like oh no they're not here anymore uh so i showed up on time uh, when I wanted to show up a little bit early, but I showed up to the real Peterson Pipe Factory with a wonderful spray tan on my body. Um, and <laughs> I'm just and um, uh. yeah, we, uh, we we start the tour, man, pretty much right off the rip. And yeah, Glenn, Glenn you know, he's like, oh, I, I forgot that I didn't give you the, I can't do the accent. I, I didn't give you the address, um, <laughs> but, but I'm glad you guys made it. 
And and so we we walk into the building and it's what you not what you'd expect. It's just a big room, just a big ass room. Big, big <laughs> there's a factory. It's a big factory, I guess. And you know, I really did think I would see some kind of like a treadmilly assembly line conveyor mm. thing where something somewhere was moving and it's it's not that at all so they they have this pretty intricate system where the the, the they every pipe they produce is an order so it has been ordered they don't have peterson does not make pipes just to make pipes um and and this is where it was cool to hear the dynamic between uh the dc and um you know peterson peterson has complete mm. control of uh you know their operation they decide what pipes they want to make uh, based on uh, orders, right? So they'll say, hey, do right. this, you can order. Uh, of course, Ladisi will come in for the holidays and they'll, they'll plan, you know, the Jekyll and Hyde's for Halloween and the Christmas pipes and whatnot. But but either way, like, they don't, I, I couldn't just go to the factory and be like, oh, can I buy this pipe right now? They're like, no, that's an order. So every mm. single thing they're doing, they're, they're on a strict kind of order schedule. And it was really cool to see that each one, they get this little sleep of paper, uh, each each one being each step of the process. So we start off and it's it's just bowl uh, turning essentially. So the only two quote factory factory pieces of Peterson are their stems are, are pre-made um, and then they're within reason, they still got to be bent and shaped, but, but stems are pre-made and their bowls uh, are already um, or the blocks, they get their their blocks pre-shaped. Uh, so they okay. order all the shapes um, and then they'll have to do some some fine tuning, but they'll, like you won't see like a an Evachon there. They don't, right. they don't start, unless unless they do like a super freehand, but they haven't done freehand Petersons in a very long time. Um, at least five five to eight years, maybe, maybe more. Um, so so we go we go off to the first thing we got some guys standing um and i was able to get a lot of shots of uh, them standing down and so he'll be doing the exact same pipe on that particular day he'll be looking at his order sheet and maybe it's like a uh you know peterson 303 probably don't know what that shape is i don't remember what that shape is i just know it's a shape <laughs> and he's in the, you have one gent just crushing the 303 shape um you have one guy who gets that 303 shape or maybe he's um, you know, on another piece working on just the, uh, the, the draft hole. Uh, and these guys are all, I'm telling you experts. I think the, the youngest guy working there, uh, had just started that day, which was awesome. He was on rest occasion and he was doing a very okay job at this. <laughs> and they knew that they, they gave it. So he, I think he was the only example of them not fulfilling an order. I think they were just kind of get him to learn the machinery and stuff yeah yeah um but very like okay else, like the guy who's doing the draft tools the guy who's doing the silver work uh, like these guys have been there for about 10 years as like the low wow the low end but but wow. many folks there dude 30 years they had a woman who's worked there for 50 years um who was um like doing some of the computer order processing crazy man every single individual in there you know glenn whelan you know he's been working there for i think 26 he's only you know i think 36 37 you know so since he was like 10 11 ish he was he's been somehow involved in peterson you know obviously because of his family but um anyway so so we're, we're going through and and as you're walking through uh i'm just these are just irishmen 
working on pipes, man. Yes. So I didn't get any like face shots. I didn't want to like throw a camera in their face. Uh, but I was able to get some really cool pieces of them working the, the wood. But uh, now one thing that was interesting was there on the bottom floor, there's two floors at this, this factory. And, and that sounds like it's really big. It's really not, there's no sandblasting. So I'm like, okay, where's this, where's the sandblasting thing? You know, I'm, I'm really excited about Peterson sandblast work, especially with like the Ruas lately, um, the new 125th year, like some, some really good sandblasting. Oh, that's upstairs. We go upstairs. They throw me in the sandblasting room. Um, and guess who sandblasted a pipe? Uh, Glenn. Yeah, Glenn, Glenn gets it. <laughs> Dude, you. I literally sandblasted a pipe. Someone, someone listening to this podcast. Wait, what? Can order a, a, a sandblasted pipe in probably X amount of months. Whenever I'm going to get every single one <laughs> to get to try and get the. I wasn't marked. Let me see. I'll one. be like. Mm. Yeah, this was Adam's. It was this a mediocre sandblast. Okay. Right, that this much. one is very yeah. Dude, it was so okay. And like if you if you're too close to the to the blasting sand, if you like burn the wood. I've oh, learned wow. so much about pipes just from this little yes. piece of of uh the tour. Uh, but but I kind of got the hang of it. So I'm like my hands are in this big machine. And I'm like, wow, this is significant. Like like the fact that Nate King, for example, is a master sandblaster. Uh, like is is really cool to me because I now know what it means to sandblast. I now know what it means when folks take the significant upgrade to uh, artisan young artisans to, to purchasing a sandblasting system kit. You know, with all the exhaust, like it's a big endeavor, and right. it is also so hard to make it look good. Um, of course, you need to have the right block kind of thing, but yeah, my blasting skills were horrible. <laughs> so, um, I think they, they're going to have a guy go in and fix my, my little bit of blasting, but from start to finish, I pretty much did a little bit of a, a sandblasted uh, block, which was, was really, really cool. But, um, yeah, man. So, so as we talk about, uh, I could go on about this piece forever, but, uh, one thing I really wanted to touch on was the rustication. This is so interesting to me. So we think of, um, we think of rustication as like a, a lower end pipe, right? It's like, okay, mm. this one has flaws. Let's just rusticate it. There's some truth to that. There's actually a lot of truth to that. Uh, they have a very strict grading system where they had one guy grading pipes for, I think, 37 years. And he's just a master, obviously. <laughs> Can just look at a you know a bowl and, and he'll make some marks, know what it's going to be. Okay, this is going to be a smooth. This is going to be a this. It's going to be that. Um, you know, Peterson might produce two to, to four supreme grades a year maybe if they're lucky it's all depending on the, the wood they get right mm. um but uh with the uh with the rustication they're gonna find the blocks that that have no green no ring green that's beautiful maybe have some pits right but this process takes so long because it is all hand done it's basically just a drill that's forever running you have a guy, you just have a master rusticator holding this block with this drill a millimeter from his fingers and he's just turning it. He's just doing his own thing. So what's really cool is you can look at any of Peterson's rustication pieces and you could tell which artisan essentially, which artisan rusticator did that particular pipe just based on the pattern. And yeah. dude, they would not let me try because I would have shredded my hands. It would just... <laughs> It would just murder your hands. Like you get like they had that's why the, the new guy on the rustication, you could tell how close he his hands were to the drill. Yeah. Very far away. Whereas the oh. the dude 
doing it for 20 whatever years it, dude millimeters away his fingers were millimeters because he was so good at it and, and he right, produced right. such a beautiful rustication yeah and they have free reign that's it they just they're just like go. okay this is going to be rusticated i'm just going to do my thing so I, I thought that that was so wonderful but the seeing all of these pieces kind of put together and then seeing the stem bending seeing the the imprinting of uh the um the the stamp into both the metal seeing the silver work like it's just crazy it was just one big happy family at peterson and they all were enthusiastic uh the guy who'd been there you know willie he's been grading like i said for 37 years or something you know i saw him on lunch break absolute irish lunch two pieces of bread with some cheese these cheese sandwiches bro <laughs> gonna go back and grade uh like a thousand blocks of briar <laughs> so dude it was just it was just so heartwarming to see you know my favorite my favorite pipes come together um and yeah it was just it was just so wonderful so it, it made me very enthusiastic to then go to the peterson uh storefront the peterson shop Ooh, okay. uh and, and and pick out a pipe i knew i would and and the plan was that was going to be me uh my 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 pipe for the trip and i'll be honest i was it's a small store they get a lot of tourists they had a lot of estate pipes so i guess they do some kind of estate stuff not in peterson's i was like first pipe i saw was like a radj and i was like am i in the right place <laughs> but the back wall has a bunch of peterson's uh that the store orders right um and i am just very excited a little bit warm because i'm a warm human and so i'm taking off all my gear so i'm not breaking anything my gear i had a couple jackets my leather all my dark fired stuff and i'm like put, picking up a pipe and we had um <laughs> like I, I i really was sure that these folks would think that i was um like a tourist right because i didn't i didn't come in saying like oh i'm get pipe glenn and i were just kicking hey, it back you know hey, sipping up? espresso you know in the, the factory you know yesterday no it was um i just went in kind of was looking at pipes and you know there's tourists coming in who don't even speak english and they're just oh this, this is pretty i would imagine that's what they're saying and then they leave <laughs> but i'm like really into the pipes i'm actually looking at things so they come over and they start chatting me they're, oh this is a p lip and i'm like oh yeah i'm familiar wow. and, and, and whatnot and dude, I'm, <laughs> I'm holding this one beautiful Zayblossom pipe, and dude, I drop it. I drop the pipe what? at the store. Oh just, my gosh! And it's right to the ground, right to the ground. And I was like, "Oh my god, this is horrible." I just, I, I like, I kind of like, I've never dropped a pipe in my life. Like, uh, you hear that as you. Some of the people are like, okay, you literally just dropped one in your pipe nightmare just a couple days ago, weeks ago, months ago. <laughs> literally. Uh, fell out of my mouth. That's different. Uh, so I pick it up. I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, I, I will 100% buy this if I need to. And they're like, no, no, no worries. Like we have a little mat down there. If you could see that it's a little bit further from the concrete for a reason, um, <laughs> you know, it's protected. And I'm like, you want to check it out? They're like, no, no worries. So, <laughs> so I put it down. I'm like, okay. I, I'm not gonna. If I gotta get that one, it's it's on the table. I'm thinking about it, but we, we start to look at some other pipes. <laughs> and it, it's just, it was just so funny how it was like this never happens to me. I'm so sorry. I'm a huge pipe guy, um, and so uh, we're we're looking at some of the other pipes, and uh, probably a few minutes later, I found a, a beautiful sandblast, and it was actually the 125th uh, Peterson anniversary that just dropped this year, and 
Bro, I dropped it again. No. <laughs> I dropped it the second time. Dude. And this time it fell on like the wood, like the wooden case, like below. Oh, and I was like, no. oh my gosh, these guys think I'm just, I'm just, he- uh, they think I'm, 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 they think I'm working for, for <laughs> Savinelli coming in here today. Dropping the pipe. Oopsies. They're under the same parent company. But either way, um, yeah, that was that was so freaking embarrassing. And now I'm like, okay, my wife is now going to hold the pipes. I'm going to inspect with my hands behind my back. Yeah. Um, this time he came over and he's like, let me just take a look at it, make sure it's you know in good condition. He's like, no worries, it's a sandblasted pipe. But you know, as long as you don't drop it and it doesn't break, you're, we're pretty much good. Um, and anyway, I ended up getting uh, one of those pipes, not the one that I dropped unfortunately but i did get a 125th anniversary pipe and i just i can't help but think that as i was walking out those two irishmen looked at each other and were like this this guy stupid american (laughs) he's not a pipe smoker but dude it was it was crazy man and yeah i don't know man i as much as i love that pipe i've yet to smoke it i gotta find like one part of this trip to Mm. to really get into smoking um, but I've been smoking a ton of pipes, man, yes. and it's been wonderful. The city is not big on pipe smoking. Uh, like oh. I, I, I would argue even less so despite having, you know, a factory there and Peterson, but like I've gotten more folks have reached out, you know, as I'm walking by pointing at the pipes and, oh, you know, I've got a couple of guys. Oh, you don't see that often. Uh, a lot of cigs here, but they are very expensive. Like cigarettes are like probably 20 ish euro for a pack that's that's a a lot right for a pack yeah yeah that's like 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 one single pack what's that like i don't know 10 12 cigarettes i just don't know yeah it's 20 20 euros is like 25 dollars (laughs) maybe i don't know the exact conversion okay I thought it was i thought it was more of a one-to-one but you're probably (laughs) so no euros euros are yeah like the U.S. dollar does not go as far for euro. It might be closer now. I think the euro went down, but like for a pack of cigarettes, that's very expensive. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the, I mean, they're vaping's huge um, here. So, but but smokes are expensive, and I know they're expensive because I, I'm walking down the streets. I'm smoking my beautiful Pete, uh, not my, one of my other Petersons, and this is how I know that pipe smoke is not super big in. Um, in Ireland, this this older gen, he's like, oh, that's not something you see anymore. He's like, that's a beautiful pipe. Um, he's like, how old are you, young man? I shake his hand, and I'm like, oh, you know, you know, 27, smoking this beautiful pipe from Peterson. He's like, is I'm sure that's great. Um, you know, I was in the army, and you know, I used to smoke a pipe kind of thing. I was like, oh, dude, this guy was a lot older. Um, and he's just gassing me up, dude. He's gassing me. He's yes. a nice dressed gentleman, older guy, probably a little bit drunk. Um, and he's like, that's just that we need more of that. We need more of that. And then he's like, what's your name? Oh, I'm Adam. And, you know, he's like, Adam, Adam, this is just such a, we're just a gentleman. You're a scholar kind of thing. <laughs> um, like, this is just, this is great. I love Ireland. I love these people. And he's like, you know, Adam, I, I couldn't happen to bother you for a smoke, maybe. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I was like, oh, sir, I don't, like, I only have this pipe tobacco. Uh, I could give you a pinch. That's all I got. He's like, he's like, um, could, could you buy me a cigarette? <laughs> and I'm like, 
oh, I wish producer guy was here. Uh, <laughs> of course, I'll just... buy you a bag of cigarettes. No, <laughs> so I was like, how much are these going to be? Um, and that's how I found out they're 20 euro because I am swiping my card at this convenience store that we were already in front of. And I buy this man a pack of I get swindled out of a pack of cigarettes. Oh He's gassing up about my pipe. <laughs> oh, and, so I did I did confirm 20 euros right now is about $21. $21. Okay, so it is close, but still, yeah. it's, that's 20 euro I wish I had. Yeah, man, that's. I guess swindle, ooh, bro. That's a I lot. I feel like packs here are like half that, even. But maybe I thought they're like seven bucks, eight. Yeah, bucks I was gonna say it's, I don't know. I guess I that's about half. Yeah, but um, even if it was ten bucks, like geez, double, double the price. Dude, that's wild. Man. Would, so, I, but I learned very quickly. Um, I was also, I was had a couple pints in at this point. This oh, is later okay. in the night. Yeah, that um, makes sense. You know, we were on Temple Bar, you know, so, but I was feeling, I was like, dude, you know, old man, you were, you were in your, the, your Irish army. What, what, here, maybe. Take your, take your, yeah, maybe, exactly. Which army? I didn't tell, true, true, true. But I didn't tell <laughs> him, um, that I was in the service first at all. So it wasn't like, he was like, oh, you know, I'm also a soldier kind of thing. Oh, so okay. I was like, dude, take your damn smokes and, you know, whatever. He, he was a nice guy, but all right, good. I, I'm, I'm seeing what city life is about. I'm, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. Sure. I would have been like, um, no, no. <laughs> that's, I'll go buy you a pint, <laughs> dude. That's what I would have preferred anyway. But um, so I see then I, a couple days later, I'm walking around smoking a pipe, and someone's like, "Oh, hey there, Mister." <laughs> this is not what he sounded like, but like my mind. Every time I look at a pipe now, I just think of this guy because he was like, "Hey, Mister, what a beautiful pipe you got there." That is just wonderful. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm smoking as we're walking. He's like, yeah, that's great. Hey, mister, you wouldn't happen to have some spare change on you. <laughs> I was like, damn it, not again. <laughs> so there I you go. I'll go buy you a pack of again. cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> no, this time oh, I was like, man. sorry, brother. Uh, but but it was that just funny one. how like, I can't. <laughs> now I just think about pipe smoking in Ireland is just a means to ask me for money. Uh, but anyway, are the yeah. um are the Guinness pints equivalent in cost, or are they a little cheaper? Dude, no! Oh my more, gosh, so more expensive. So oh, cheap. so cheap. Good, dude. Alcohol is actually significantly cheaper here. Nice. Somehow, um, nice. dude. Pints are about five euro, five ish pounds, depending on if you're in Northern Ireland or oh. regular Ireland. Um, yeah, five five sixty. Some some of the more expensive ones at what, Temple Bar. That's kind of that area we were in. That's the very big touristy attraction. Two pints will get you like probably eighteen ish eighteen ish dollars. But that's that's pretty much on a higher end place. But in in the U.S., minimum seven, seven uh, to find yeah. a pint under seven is is a pretty good deal, at least with Guinness anyway. But dude, I got I got twenty seven year old. Red breast. Wait, what? Yeah, I, I finally got a glass of it. I've been wanting this forever. The bottle is like some crazy. I think it's two thousand dollars. I think. Um, so I got like a little glass and a shot's worth. Of course, not drinking it like a shot, but or I think it's an ounce and a half, right? I don't know. I don't. I just drink this stuff. Yeah, you know, shot is typically about two ounce and a half, right? Two ounces. I don't know. Whatever don't it is, know. I said a glass. I'll take a glass of the the twenty seven year, bro. It was, I'm pretty sure, it was only fifty euro. 
So probably like oh, wow. 53-ish dollars, 52-ish dollars. Like in, yeah. in America, I've, I've confirmed it, $95 easily. Wow. You know, so we've never done it. You know, we saw it at, at probably one of the places. In the, I mean, granted, we were probably looking at Vegas prices, but that was probably like $100, $115 for. So when I saw this, I was like, dude, Gotta that's get it. I got to. And it was the best whiskey I've ever had. <laughs> it was wonderful. Yes. Um, I was able to get an 18 uh, year Tullamore for 17 euro. Was that's that like, in Tullamore? It was, was that in Tullamore. That was, yeah, yeah that's the Tullamore and the yeah. Tullamore. So. Yeah, the, the, I'm I'm glad you brought up prices because significantly cheaper, um, which is great. So I got to try some some whiskeys that are very hard to get for very cheap. You know, a, a, a shot of Jameson here, uh, which I haven't got because that's such like the, the regular OG line is not that great. Yeah, um, it's not that great. Good for whiskey sours and stuff, not for yeah. You know, just or if you're wanting to get into a fist fight, it's great for coffee. Shots, but, uh, just yeah, quick could, for coffee stuff, you know, like camping coffee, like you got. Oh your, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Or an Irish coffee, yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, dude, three euro, three fifty. Oh damn! You know, like that's in in America, that's easy, easily eight dollars. You know, eight dollars yeah. for for, Seven, for a shot bucks. or whatever. So yeah, good good prices over here. Um, okay. you know, at least in that department, I've I've not seen. I guess electricity and like housing and oil and all that other stuff and. Maybe fuel. I'm not too dude. I don't get how to read the fuel. It says it says one eight nine dot numbers like three three. I don't know what that number is, so I just it ends up being about. It's expensive. It's, it's like thirty to forty dollars for half one a tank ish. One gallon. One gallon. Thirty dollars oh. a gallon. That's <laughs> one hundred eighty nine dollars a gallon. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's a Maybe oh maybe it's like a bigger maybe it's a hundred I mean, nine for like a big they get, they're they're weird man dude they, they weigh do like stones. by liters and stuff yeah yeah and they're like how much you weigh in nine stone <laughs> I, I drank a liter of drink last night the highway and speed limit is a hundred kilometers I don't know it's all it's all <laughs> weird but anyway prices are pretty decent at least for a tourist to be honest but. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I've been I've been lunting a lot, man. It's it's just been a great trip. Everywhere we're going, we're I'm I'm getting to smoke a pipe, and and I mean, there's going to be more of this in smoking and jokings as we move forward. Um, but I have found, man, that I am I'm a pipe guy. I'm a commuter pipe smoker, bro. Oh, okay. I I love smoking my pipe on the move, and, and I've it it took this trip to realize that because out of all the cities we've been to and all the the nature walks and, you know, like I had said, that two and a half mile walk, we went to, we were in a national park. Uh, it was a beautiful, uh, this, we were, we were walking through a glen. I'm not really sure what that is. I think that's just a valley because I was looking at a valley. I assume that's what the glen was, <laughs> but there's like a castle at the end of it. It's just about two and a half mile walk the entire time, just crushing, you know, Peterson pipe with good old Mac Baron Burley Flake. And it was pissing rain. Didn't matter to me. Was just enjoying it. Had so much fun with my wife. You know, just getting getting wet, getting a little chilly, but had a great lunch, man. And it was so awesome to be out there. And, and it was kind of one of those points where I realized whether it was in Dublin or Tullamore or you had a music festival. We even saw we get to see the Wolf Tones, which is a crazy iconic Irish group. 
Um, and you know, all of these things I've been smoking a pipe as I'm kind of traveling and if I'm outside, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much smoking a pipe and you know, for you city folks who do a lot of travel by foot, I can see how this would be an awesome time to be a pipe smoker. Uh, but yeah, it kind of put into perspective that, you know, there's probably two, generally two forms of pipe smoker. There's the one who enjoys their pipe on a weekend, uh, maybe every couple of weeks, uh, you know, on the porch in their study, wherever it might be, you know, settling down kind of place. And then there's the commuters and I'm definitely a little bit of both, but much heavier on the, the commuter. And, and I realized, cause I'm always smoking my pipe on the way to work in mm. my car. And I was, I know you guys have known this. I've been very feeling very guilty about that. I, I needed frost Miko frost to tell me, you know, shut the F up. You're, you're an effing pipe smoker. If you smoke a pipe, you're a pipe smoker. That's all that matters. Love that. Uh, but, but it wasn't until this trip where I'm like, Hey, I'm just a, I enjoy this while I'm on the go, you know, as I'm walking, whether it's walking in, in Ireland or driving my car in America, you know, I'm a commuter pipe smoker. So, and then I get to laugh at all the kick dogs that they got a lot of, a lot of kick dogs. What do you, <laughs> you know, like, like literally dog that, dogs you could just kick? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Anything know. below, you know, eight, 10, 10 pounds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, kick all dog. over Ireland. Really? Loves, loves small dogs. Dude, I hate that. I Dude. hate that. Yeah, yeah. We I feel like, like you you would think they'd want like a you know a hardy weather like a dog mastiff or something like yeah. A big... well, the the Irish uh, wolfhound those are massive dogs. Yeah, um, I've seen one of those which was beautiful. We're considering getting one. I've seen a couple of greyhounds. They have another. I guess the island yeah. used to be big in uh, greyhound racing racing yeah um so this this ties back to i think what two weeks ago last week maybe we talked about my my plan for a dog again yeah ask me on to ask adam anything we'll, we'll relate the my my dilemma with greyhounds and why i want one but can't get one kind of thing but um yeah lots of those but yeah mainly kick dogs bro just everywhere the, the scruffy ones the ones that look like they're always crying they have the crusty yeah crusty eyes and they're white and sorry folks yeah. that have those yeah, I just. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm I want less, to kick them. I'm just saying they're yeah, I'm kick dogs. I'm, I'm like <laughs> less sorry about my feeling about those dogs towards you, and just more sorry that you have that. You dog. have one, <laughs> yeah, literally. No, that's good because uh, uh, I've always there's people punching the air out there. You always oh, see that. That's good, dude. That's perfect because that means they it. have homes, right? That means yeah. that. Oh, that's true. That's cute. And then we'll break into those homes and kick them um <laughs> just, just to teach but them teach them a lesson <laughs> it's, it's always funny when you see the big jacked like burly men walking around with their kick dogs it's like what is going on here what how is this how is this like how, how has this transpired in your life that you you are this giant burly man dude yeah to, I have this tiny dog, but to be fair, like, um, producer wife had talked about getting like a, a dachshund, like a wiener dog, but one of the long haired ones. And it would basically be like, it would basically be like a cat. Cause it's like the same size as a cat, but oh, it's, okay. also, it's obviously like a dog. Like, I don't know. I would treat it as a cat. Like it's not a dog until you got to walk it and yeah, do dog and things. I'd, then I'd kick it 
And just my son would just throw it. He'd be like, oh, this is Dude, fun. Little- <laughs> my, 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 my father-in-law calls them football dogs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got a football dog, you know? Somebody just kind of yeah, throw around. Some of, them are, some, some of them are cute. The ones... Oh yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not yeah. against. I dude, I grew up with cocker spaniels, and I love them so much. And and especially the glow up of like the the Floyd household cocker spaniel line. Like we had, <laughs> like you know the OGs. Like we had we had Cody. She was great. Um, you know, and I think she got, I remember Cody. Oh yeah, you remember? She got real yeah, yeah. Old, real not yeah, not she, fast. It very she was old, so it took a long time like, to get old. But when <laughs> she got old, she got real old. And then uh, we had we had Maya, who was she was a very she was a quote kick dog, was just you know pissing around the house, you know when she, that stranger came in if you, she got too excited or you know I I loved Maya so much, but they they've upgraded to you know I think I think uh, not to get into that story, but we have Alexi and Lucy and uh, yeah, well they're 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 cool. They're they're upgraded okay. versions right. for sure. Right. Um, so well. I would never consider those kick dogs by any means, but uh, even though they're they qualify, <laughs> <laughs> get nah, mom man. just punching the air right now. Yeah, exactly. No, she she yeah, dude get popped wood. He's the he's the softy for these small dogs. Oh, and, and talk about a guy who you know is a hard working blue collar. You know he's it's it's one thirty a.m. here. You know he's probably. What time is it where you're at? Like, nine nine thirty. Nine thirty. He's probably getting ready to get up because he's got to go to work so early, and he got home at like eight p.m. You know, like that's yeah, how yeah, early yeah. he gets up. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. To go work concrete, and it's like damn cocker space. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of these days, I'm gonna. I, I've always actually kind of give him crap for that, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. Too, but the the Irish people are definitely like a burly people, uh, in in the Guinness. Storehouse. They had the Coopers who just built wooden barrels every day. They put they produce like a thousand barrels for the casks. I mean, this is back oh. in you know oh, the okay, last okay. last wooden barrel Guinness was you know served in 1964. But dude, if I don't know if you, there's probably a YouTube video. Just anyone Google this YouTube it. I'm a boomer for saying Google on YouTube, but but <laughs> look up like Guinness Coopers and it's just absolute men building barrels bro or casks i guess they're called technically but i love that yeah just all day 12 13 14 hours just carving barrels, wood casks, hitting the casks. hitting metal forging iron and you know just so we can consume the best beer of all time but love that yeah man i don't know man so there, there'll be more more irish tales to come but uh you know it was it was just kind of the revelation i had about how much you know pipe smoking is just it's just great, you know, getting getting to go to another country and see a factory and see their work and, and get to mm. smoke those Irish pipes in Ireland has been very special to me. Realizing I'm a computer pipe smoker, looking forward to, you know, like every time I light my Burley, bro, like I, I light the pipe and I'm just like, dude, this is good. Damn. It's so good. Literally, I'm just yelling, like I'm just yelling, damn. My wife's like, damn, hey, chill. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm just thinking because it it pairs so well with like the the hearty foods that we've been eating the the dark stout beer um, and I don't know man things have been really good on the pipe smoking front um, you know my my last interaction that I'll share with you guys before we we move into some segments is um <laughs> uh, I'm smoking my pipe so this is the third interaction that someone comes up to me in comments on it this is actually in Tullamore 
And we were going to uh, this this beautiful restaurant that was in the old Tullamore factory that has been since uh, changed, converted by Shane Foley, Farley, Farley, Shane Foley. He's a golfer, Irish golfer. If you're a golf guy, oh. you're punching the air because you know, <laughs> that guy, the the one good Irish golfer, <laughs> he mm. bought this. He bought the old Tullamore Dew Distillery in Tullamore. Um, it's a small version. They've of course upgraded, and he turned into a beautiful restaurant. Oh my gosh, it was so beautiful. So we're walking over there, and on our way, uh, some small child, maybe not small child, but small young girl, probably age. 14 to 16 just comes up to me. She's like, you want to go to buy? You want to, well, she said, you want to go to bank shop, please? I'm like, what, 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 what did you just say? Uh, and I was, I thought she was talking about my pipe or asking me for money. Cause that's typically how this goes. I, I found <laughs> she's like, and then she's like, you want me to buy a chore, please? I'm like, you, I'm too American for this. What are you saying? She's like, could you go into the vape store, please? <laughs> And I'm like, you want me to go in the vape store? And I look at her hand. She's got like 50 coins in there. I think it's their euro in the coin yeah. version. She's like, yes. Could you go into the vape store, please? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you want me to buy you vapes because you're too young? That's what you want? She's like, yes, please. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this sounds kind of criminal on my <laughs> I was like, I was like, you know, I'm, she's like, oh, it's okay. I'm like. I'm an American. I'm like, I'm, I'm like backstepping at this point. I'm like, I'm an American. I don't want to get in trouble. She's like, oh, you won't get in trouble. <laughs> and I'm like, here, I'll tell you what. If you're back here in an hour, when I'm done eating, I will, I will go to the vape store, please. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm not going to lie. We came back. She was not there. I was a little bit bummed that I didn't go into the vape store, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have uh, I would immediately said, yeah, let's go get some vapes. Man. Dude, I'm glad. I'm glad because no, <laughs> I've, no. I, my one regret this whole trip. I mean, I, I guess it's good that I didn't because that's definitely super illegal. Definitely illegal. Yeah. By kids. Children. Maybe it's, maybe it's one of those things where they're allowed to use it, but they can't Smoke purchase it. it. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't even think about that, but obviously I shouldn't be encouraging a kid to smoke vape. So go into the vape store, please. Could you go into the vape store, please? Um, so moving forward, whenever we do a trip, uh, this is going to be for you too. Whenever we go on our trip, wherever that is, we got to get um, like a, we got to work with, let's work with like Sutliff to do, they had an awesome uh, trial pipe or, or smoke your first pipe mm, pack. Yeah, where it came with did. a pipe, came with some tobacco, came with a little tamper, or, you know, matches or whatever. And they had these little kits. And I was like, dude, the amount of times I've been asked for to buy someone's cigs, Go into the vape shop, please. I wish I could just be like, I would have loved him and like, here, here you go, you know, here, here, child, give me your hand, <laughs> keep closer, closer, little fist, keep your change, you know, save this for you know three years from now when you can get a pint of beer. Uh, but I'm gonna encourage an, a much safer habit, which is still the awesome supporting a big tobacco and then i hand them yeah. this this pipe back like <laughs> they spit to... on you throw no, it on the no, ground no. they, they would have loved it dude i was so close to just the older like, guys yeah oh older. Ah, no they, they'd be like oh or the... thank you fine sir but do you have any extra change please <laughs> are you talking no, like but... a medieval british person I, I... <laughs> <laughs> don't they hate them <laughs> probably yeah, yeah. my 
the 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 first the guy who asked me about the the pipe and then the change was he sounded very medieval Britishy, um, <laughs> but and he sounded like a oh, just like a you know a lower working medieval man blue collar man <laughs> yeah that's that, that's what they were called they're called blue collar workers <laughs> yeah uh, but um anyway so I was like yeah I would have loved to have been like here stop stop the vape stuff that stuff's gonna catch up to you one day try this instead you know put the pipe <laughs> in your hand um i would totally encourage that bad like quote bad habit to a young child <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway oh, so man. i'm not trying to get the kids on drugs man but no, no, tobacco's no. cool and you know they they have a they have a rule where um in by 2048 i think no one will be able to buy uh tobacco i think we were talking about this probably the first few get pipe podcasts really uh we had read about somewhere in europe but basically they have like a they initially tried to ban smoking through tax right in in price so we know 20 bucks for a, a pack of cigs right um, i didn't even try to buy tobacco here i just i would imagine it was going to be like 30 40 dollars um usd but glenn was telling me at peterson he was saying you know there will be a time where like at a certain year you can't buy tobacco if you're 18 so if you were born before that year you're able to do it so right it's like it's the california proposed exactly one of law. those things where like eventually all those people will be gone and you could still smoke like smoking or like it's fine allegedly but you just can't purchase so there will be a time when you can't no one will be alive to you know purchase it anymore so it's going to be like self you know uh regulating and and right eradicating really so that's that's a concern and that's something that i didn't love about my dear ireland um but anyway so if i can just maybe maybe i'm gonna go back to Tullamore, try to find the babe sore girl and give her one less i'll just give her the pipe off my out, out of my chest pocket like, <laughs> this this will be this will be a mighty fine trinket one day <laughs> remember me uh but yeah man so Lots more to come with our trip, and uh, we'll we'll continue to talk about it and our smoking and joking. But, but yeah, man, I just I've been having a lot of fun, really getting to know some of these tobaccos. Uh, brought some cool stuff with me to try, and and we'll we'll dive into that as we as we move forward, and I kind of sort out you know the whole trip uh, in in probably a more uh, conclusive discussion in in little bits and pieces uh, throughout our smoking and joking in the coming weeks, as I had mentioned. But dude, it's good, man. It's good. I'm, I'm, I'm still. I'm missing the cats. Missing the cats so, so much. We, we talk about them every single day. Uh, we got some folks, our, our neighbors, taking, taking care of them. But yeah, we still got some more trip lefts. But before that, we got some segments, and I'm excited to get into those. So let's, let's get us into there. Cue some music. Let's talk segs, mints. <laughs> Segments, segments, let's go. We got two today. We got a little bit of this or that. And then Adam is going to be asking me some questions and ask Nick anything. But before we get into that, let's, let's hit some this or that. These are some good ones from our good friend Samaritan. He always posts the best. Always. The really best. best ones. Is he and, the uh, get piped 
Pastor Joda. Pastor Joda. Yeah, man. That's you know? what I was just thinking or about to say. But like the cool thing is we also got our own Pastor Joda. We, with the, his, Pastor Joda. Yeah, it's literally Pastor <laughs> Joda. <laughs> but I don't but, know. Uh, I think there's a little bit of a maybe there's an upcoming rivalry between I the like two. I like it. Let's <laughs> let's make it happen. Let's uh encourage them both to continue doing these we'll do a show where it's just live segments the entire time <laughs> they're just posting <laughs> things it is just like battle anyways uh we got five today these are these are like thinking questions and i, I you know i know it's a little late over there it won't be too too much thinking but it's there's no specific topic with regards to the questions it's just like good maybe philosophical things but okay okay well let's dive into them the first one is destroy something or build something. Hmm. Wow. This is, I could tell this is already philosophical. Yeah. Right. Um, destroy. Maybe okay. I think, dude, if I could pick, I guess this is maybe my chance to say build, but like I am, we're not handy men. Our generation just isn't. I'm not saying you particularly. Yeah. I'm not no, saying you, the listener particularly, but I just grew up in a generation where things were just made efficiently for me, significantly cheaper and easier and with a lot less emotional stress and, yeah. you know, time and effort. So I'm not good at building things. I'm actually horrible at it. I'm horrible at measuring. I'm horrible at using a tape measure. That's an embarrassing male fact. About really, it, I mean, yeah, I could barely. Yeah, it's like, pretty hey, embarrassing. It is. It really is. Um, <laughs> if it is, but like the thing is, I haven't had to, right? Like, yeah. Sorry, I didn't build a chair to sit in. Sorry, grandpa. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I'm not. I'm not knocking that. I just. I, I do wish I had the ability to build things, but I can destroy things. That sounds pretty easy to me and fun. Mm. So uh, yeah, I guess I'm. I'm kind of torn here. If it's a this or that, and I get to pick, and it's a magical world. If it's a magical world, I'm pick and build. But if it's the reality world of what can I do, I'm going with destroy. So I don't know how to answer okay. that one. Take take right. your that's a two for answer. Two <laughs> for both. Um, I think I would go with build something. I do like creating things. Um, you know, I've done some projects around the house and built some stuff for the kids. I've built like these fire firewood holders, which have been nice. And uh, we're currently working on and building a patio. And uh, yeah, I, I just like I like building things. There's definitely a satisfaction to it uh, when all the pieces come together and it's like it's just right. So, yeah, yeah I can see that. I want that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But next one. When uh, when something good has happened, do you tell someone or do you keep it to yourself? Sounds like I just spent the entire episode of telling you about how good my <laughs> fortunes have been. So keep yeah, it to yourself. This, this is a this is a tell someone thing. Uh, I am just by virtue of having a podcast, a YouTube channel. I am I am a I'm a selfish individual. I think you know, mm-hmm. not in the negative sense, um, but I I don't know. I like sharing cool i like talking about me (laughs) like Mm. this is going to be kind of annoying to some folks here but it's like then you just you know let's take a second get zoom out of the box 
I have a podcast, right? I like telling my tale and I feel like I have a, a knack for it. So yeah, I would say something good happened. Now, this actually brings up a counter philosophical question that I'd like to propose. Like okay. It's one of those things where like, if you do something good, do you tell someone about it kind of thing? Or does that like take away from, are you then just mm. doing it for the good or for the recognition? And that's a, that's a really tough one that yeah. I battle with. Um, that's, can I, can I counter your counter? It's like th- with that one though, it is like, it's not an outside force of something good happening to you. You are doing something. Therefore, like say I got a promotion or I got a raise or, you know, bonus or something like I didn't necessarily control that. So I would want to tell people. Now, if I went and gave the homeless guy that bonus or whatever, the food bank or whatever it was, you know, Mr. Beast it up and like donate, you know, gave someone $10,000 or whatever. It's like, I don't know. I see that as more of a selfish act. It's tough. It is tough. So that's kind of what I'm like more. So I would say if. It all depends. Like, I guess if it's, of course, anything pipe related, I'm, I'm going to let you, you know, guys know. But like, I don't, yeah. I didn't necessarily talk about. I mean, yes, you do hear about the cool things with the army that happens. Um, but, but I, I would say when I do accomplish things, I try to, I, I try to be humble. I, I, I don't know. It, this is a very, this is a tough one. This is Dang, a tough yeah, one. This, but, but on the it's, end, it's of pretty like, easy for me. I would say tell someone. I'm a big, I love, I love telling people. I love talking to people. I love hearing when good things happen to other people too. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good point. Cause it's important to hear about like, because one of the, one of the things I've realized about people in my short life on this earth is like, people just want to talk about themselves. Like, and that's not a bad thing. No, I think it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Like I, you know, you, you should go out and seek to, to ask people about, how they're doing and then ask a follow-on question it's like oh what what did you do here why did you feel this way you know what i mean the way yeah the way i look at it is from my point of view everything is about it's gonna sound so bad but everything is about me right because mm. i'm me so the way i'm my brain is just thinking this is how i interpret things this is what so for me to want to talk about my perception of right the world is is very easy to me uh and yeah. and I guess if you flip that though, knowing that that generally everyone is that could be to a degree the same way, they like talking right. about their accomplishments, the things they do. Yeah. Um, but okay, but when but we then, flip it to like the whole, I was gonna say last last point was like it's even selfish because you like to hear about what other people are doing. You know, like I don't know. I I think in that way I agree with you that it's all about you, but I I don't think. I think people can extrapolate that and say, oh, that's selfish and that's the wrong thing. But it's also like, I don't know, I, I, I find enjoyment when other people tell me about all the good things that are happening in their life. So, yeah. Anyways, what, what were Dude, you human, say? Humans are social, bro. Uh, people, are, we're, we're meant to communicate in some, some degree, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. When it comes to, which I don't think Samaritan is asking about, as I had mentioned earlier, though, like with the, the idea of, I found myself not doing good things because I knew someone was watching and I didn't want them to think that I was doing it because they were watching. That's a weird mm. kind of in 
internal uh, struggle I've had. I think a, a good example would be at like a pipe show. Uh, oftentimes I would clean up all, this is kind of flexing, you know, look how awesome I am, everyone. So this is only in the context of the, this is the first Chicago show. So we know it was very far removed and I'm not here to brag about it, but I am, um, I went and cleaned up all like the, the ash trays and the, um, you know, all the leftover cigars and drink cups and everything. And they, that was, that is a, that is a, when you're at a pipe show, they have volunteers to help with that, but that's a you function, right? So if you're listening, don't leave your garbage yeah. and your trash. Like, and I was, I was pretty mind blown as a, a young guy in the community who didn't even, no one even knew who I was really, except for Ben Smith. Uh, shout out to Dean Pipes. <laughs> um, and, and of course, a couple others who recognized me from YouTube. But uh, for the most part, like I didn't have, I, I showed up to that show with zero friends. Uh, it was just me and Get Wifed. Uh, and in any way, like I remember going around cleaning up all the trash. And I was like, man, I'm, I did it because there was really no one in the room at the time. Maybe a couple people was pretty much died out the, the smoking tent. But, but, this year at Chicago, uh, there was an opportunity for me to do that, but I specifically didn't do it because <laughs> that, like, I didn't want people to think I was just doing it for recognition or something. And like, cause people would have been like, oh, wow, you know, what a nice thing. Like, cause wow, I would have said great. that if I saw someone, when I see someone yeah. do it, I'm like, wow, what a nice thing. So I don't know. It's just weird. And then, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But good, then again, good. if I, if, if I gave, if I had enough $10,000 to give out to people, like Maybe what's wrong with talking about? I don't know. That's that's hard. Does it take away know, from giving the whole? Because it comes into the Mister Beast thing, who gives bajillions of dollars and free stuff to you know homeless yeah. people or whatever. But or then like records it and posts it for millions of people to see, and it's like there's. But does that take away from it? Does that take away from it? I I the person I who's getting the person who's getting it is like, oh man, I'm getting it. Like yeah, I don't know. I. To me, it's a yes and no thing because the, the question that Samaritan asked does not necessarily like have yeah, we've, to, we've, he's made we've us, changed he's, it. He's made us think too much. I know. Gosh darn it, Samaritan. And, okay, uh, how about, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to hear this. Okay. Let's talk this one out. Well, I, I was going to say the, the idea of giving something to someone and then talking about it generally is not a bad thing. But like when you are publicly posting it in like this, you know, this international forum, you know, I know it's not a forum, but it's YouTube for potentially millions or billions of people to see, I feel like it loses some of the value of the uh, like inherent goodness because you are then doing it for like selfish motives, even though one could argue no matter what you're doing it for selfish motive to get a good feeling of someone else. Like yeah. the idea that there's no such thing as true altruism. Oh, here, here's, this is my perfect example. Cause I've thought about this many, many, many times. Okay. Oh, this is, this is a good one. If when there's an opportunity to, uh, donate to something that you believe in, maybe it's like a, a memorial fund or, mm -hmm. Mainly those ones, ones where money is needed, and it's like, oh, if you donate or if you contribute, you can have like a brick signed with your oh. name or something, or you can do like no brick anonymous. Uh, so I was doing some anonymous donations for a very long time because I like didn't, I was 
I was fighting that urge to be like recognized. Um, at, I think it was for my college or something. Um, and, and this was like a, almost like an internal experiment I had. I was like, I want to be recognized. Like they're giving me the opportunity to be like, Oh, I remember Adam. He was a great cadet at school. Uh, you know, he's, he's doing it. This is really good. But I was like, I shouldn't do that. Cause I'm only giving the money for that. So I then went and did it not for that. And then I, after a few months, I had given six, $700 of my money for, I guess, I mean, it helped the project, but you know, I don't know. Like I've, I've always had that, that battle. Like it'd be really quote cool to have your name shown, but then it's like, where are you? Like, am I paying yeah. for my name to be there? But you could argue, well, the, the project was funded. The, the memorial was built or what, what have you. Yeah, that's a that's, good that's one. kind of that's a big struggle I've had and, and will continue to have if that ever arises again. Yeah. I agree. And that's that's a good point. There's one that I don't like and it was at school. We had two new like dorms built um both funded by the university and private donation funds. The names of both of the buildings were named after the major donor. And the, with yeah, with a, I mean that's standard, yeah. But with a university history that is as you know pretty rich as yours is, I mean we have yeah. Medal of Honor recipients just yep. like you and all this stuff. And the previous um, previous dormitories were named after Medal of Honor heroes. recipients, yeah, heroes, literal heroes. And now we have this guy come in who just donates money and is this like sort of flamboyant he's not really flamboyant but he's like this boisterous you know donor to the university and has his name everywhere and it's like there was there was a lot of like sour there was a big sour yeah. feeling especially to the people who knew what it was before like i was my our our year maybe two, one or two younger than us was the last to really know about the history of those buildings and I imagine the folks who are going in there now have no idea. They're just like, oh, it's it's called Pearson Hall, East and West, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we had a we had a, like a student who was like a hero during the terrible shootings in 2007 at Virginia Tech. Like there was a big push to like name one of the buildings after him. Anyways, I, dude, yeah, we, I we don't have the same know thing if, in Norwich. Yeah, I don't know if it's always like good to put it out in terms of when you're like donating stuff but if something happens to you like sort of outside of your control yeah tell people that's that's where i would be yeah that's Anyways, that's a tough get, one get piped gets deep um yeah we was, still got deep. still got three more all right no more no more all right <laughs> deep, no more deep ones making the deep deeper all right this one should be pretty easy Customize something or leave it as it came. I'm a big leave it as it came kind of guy. Mm. Yeah, I, I've yeah. thought about that a lot, man. And I can't help but think about pipes. Um, oh, okay. yeah. I just someone I think about made cars. It. Cars. Yeah. Oh, okay. not a big like car mod guy. Is Especially that just when it comes you're to not like, into cars at all? Yeah, yeah. I don't like. Like, cars. I don't know if that works because I I would say. Modifying like a pipe. car is kind of cool, but yeah, I would never do it because I don't care about cars. Like if you're modifying a Civic, though, or something. I don't know. That one always. Oh, that's. I mean, that's like 
Um, yeah, I couldn't even uh, 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 yeah. Anyways. <laughs> equate that to pipes because, yeah. you know, there's a lot of modders for a lot of pipes. Um, I know. But let's yeah, bring it I'm, back to pipes. Yeah, leave it leave it as it came. I just think... I agree. It's one of those things where if there's a problem with a pipe that could be remedied um, through restoration, that's a little bit different. But if it's like, you know, the draft hole just needs to be opened up. Like, this is a big famous topic within the community, um, especially, I mean, not, maybe not now, but back in the day, we think of our good friend Rick Newcomb, who <laughs> just buys a you know, four thousand dollar pipe, and immediately makes a modification to it. Uh, you know, to open up the air hole of a uh, of a yes Conowitz pipe because he likes he likes his pipes smoking a certain way. Uh, wild. I that is wild to me. Um, I support it, pipe as you please, but that that's wild to me. I'd rather just purchase the the thing that calls to me most. Uh, so I search for the things that that kind of call to me and work for me the most. So yeah, yeah, leave leave as is. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to leave as is, especially when it comes to pipes and stuff like that, but not cars. Actually, yes, actually, leave cars as is. Anyways, next one, second to last, learn a real dead language or learn a language from a fictional universe. Ooh, I'm going to go with learn a real dead language. Um, Oh, okay. That's a really interesting one. Um. This this kind of works with our Irish trip, uh, the Irish language, uh, which is not Gaelic. It, it is Irish. Um, that is borderline a dead language. It's not, but we're getting real close. Very few people <laughs> speak it. Um, it's, it's a significant small. You got to be deep in the country. We heard so far. We've heard it once. It was the old bus driver who was giving us like a, a back and forth to, from the castle after we did our two and a half mile walk uh, that we talked about. I was like, I'm not doing that again. So we got the bus ticket and, and had a little shuttle. But he was talking, he was speaking Irish with a, you know an older woman. And I was like, this this language, everyone knows it will die very soon. Uh, like it's just it's just not being taught. That said, everywhere in Ireland, at least not like regular Republic of Ireland, not Northern Ireland, uh, the first language is quote Irish. It's really oh. not, but. It'll, everything, all signs will be written in Irish, and then below will be the the English translation. Um, but you, if you don't speak the language, that means nothing to you, no matter how many times you look at the sign, yeah. <laughs> because it's such a it's such a unique language. Um, so, yeah, I think I'd rather. I think it'd be cool to. It's kind of unfair because it's still somewhat alive, but I don't know. I I think the fictional language we think of, you know, Tolkien's. You know, he's got Sindar. He's got all these different elvish tongues and he's got dwarven and uh it, there's a lot of just different languages from from books even uh what was the the game of throne uh song of ice and fire and many fictional books have their own languages i am such a nerd for these things but i think it's i think it's a little this is gonna be this might offend some of you guys if you know the language but i think it's a little <laughs> bit cringe if you know the language <laughs> you put way too much time into something that no one only, can speak. Literally yeah. only like, so you could argue that dead language, but at least there's some history behind it. And I can read like a real historic document written or penned by, you know, some old, you know, Irish great, great grandma <laughs> who wrote her soda bread recipe. I don't know. So that's just <laughs> kind of like a tie to real life. But like, yeah, if you're just, if you're just spitting out, 
you know, el- elvish, elvish. You're just doing it to flex, and I feel like that's, I don't know. This this is a very hot take. I'm not trying to offend anyone by any means. Um, so if how, how about this? If you completely disagree and you know another language, give me every swear you can in that language, and I'll <laughs> we'll, we'll call it even. We'll call it even. <laughs> uh, hmm. I'm gonna go. I don't really. I don't know about Be, because dude, I, learning actually, a language takes so much effort. It does. So I'm like currently kind of doing it, trying to learn Norwegian. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm not saying don't appreciate you know these fictional languages. Like it's cool to study, maybe, but to 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 learn it, you got it. You got to really study it. So maybe apply that time to a dead language. Yeah, history is historical. That's a tough question. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. I'm going to go with that. You convinced me because I was going to go the fictional language route because like, oh, that's cool. But man, yeah, now that you're talking history, I think that would be, I don't know which one I would learn, but just reading historical documents in sort of, a, you know, foreign dead language would be Yeah, really to, to cool. look at a tablet to understand from it. some humans that lived before us who scribed some random ass characters and you could, oh, I speak that. Pretty cool. Pretty freaking cool. All right, our last one is restore something old or design something new. Restore something old, big restore, and by big restore, having someone do it for me. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> I'm going to say design something new. Um, I think that there's value. I don't think that there's not value in restoring something old, but I think, you know, I... I would like to build something, and I think that kind of goes in line yeah. with designing something. I agree, whatever it may be. But that has been this or that—a uh, a little prolonged second question there. Thank you to Samaritan, our good friend, for sending us these. If you want to send us more of this or that, send them in groups of five to our Discord. That's the pl- best place to do it, or send them to show at getpiped.com. second segment we have a little bit of ask nick anything my redemption to where i won't forget that there's two questions here hey we'll have done one and we'll move on to the next but in ask nick anything (laughs) we basically get to ask nick some questions you know this podcast being titled the get pipe podcast tends to have the get piped figurehead talking a lot so this is a good opportunity for us to get in the mind of nick our producer guy so for our first question in our ask nick anything segment we have what's the biggest challenge you face as father and a pipe smoker these days this is coming from glf underscore cold it's a great question great question yeah i know um you know i mentioned before we don't talk too much about you know together fatherhood and stuff but when you know one day one day we will and uh i think one of the biggest challenges I have been facing lately is is honestly just time. Um, when it comes to when it comes to pipe smoking uh, and just and just life in general, there's there's a, a fine balance between all the things, especially as a man, you desire to do 
and the amount of time you're able to do them. So just to list a few things that I want or would like to do. Uh, first and foremost, spend time with my wife. Um, you know, second, spend time with my children. Smoke a pipe. Exercise. Cook good food. Cook food for, you know, good food for other days, like lunches and stuff like that. You know, prepare for the next day. Read. Do a podcast. That should be put up there probably with some of the other ones before I mentioned them. Um, you know, start a business and, you know, all, all this all this stuff is up there. So I think the biggest challenge is is ultimately time. And what I have found, especially recently, I can get caught up in this idea of, you know, not having enough time and stuff like that. But I think it comes down to doing one thing at a time. I don't think you should try to do everything all at once. I think it should be you know, either a schedule where you balance out all the things that you need to do, or maybe you just say, hey, I'm okay with sort of sacrificing or not doing these these things right now. And, and one of those things has honestly been pipe smoking. I've, uh, I've had to put that on the back burner because I value the time that pipe smoking takes to, to truly enjoy. And I'm not a big commuter pipe smoker. I don't smoke in my truck. I don't, I just, I don't do that. So for me, the time to do that is at home. Yeah. Um, which sitting down is which, not, you know, very bountiful in yeah, these days so, with kids. So like by the time we're done with, nighttime routines and, and chores that we need to do to prepare for the next day. It's 7.38 and then I want to spend time just having a conversation with my wife before it turns into, you know, w- it, without a child screaming mom or dad or whatever it is. By the time we're just have a decent conversation, it's nine and then I want to go to bed. So it's it's being okay with not getting everything done in a day or putting your desires to the side. And I I think if I remember correctly, GLF uh, underscore cold, maybe having a kid soon. So I think maybe that's where some of this question comes from, if that makes sense. I I can't remember. Sorry if I got that wrong, but there's, there was a great way. This will, this will be my last point and then we'll move on. But producer wife put it a great way. Your wife um, or whomever is bearing your child will have nine months to prepare for this kid. She's grown this baby in her belly. She feels it. She knows it's coming. She, her life is changing within those nine months. As a man, your life doesn't really change too much in those nine months while the child is being grown. Like, yeah, maybe you got to massage your you know wife's feet a little bit more or yeah, go out yeah, to app yeah. go out to Applebee's and get a the brownie you know meltdown brownie meltdown yeah had to do that a couple times but ultimately your your life doesn't change too too much you can still go out you can still sleep on your back you can still drink alcohol whatever but come that day your kid is born your life changes very drastically. Whereas your wife had nine months to kind of prepare for this whole coming of a child. And 
the the burden that it places on men, I think, goes unnoticed, where the wife, you know, again, is being prepared, and your life just changes in an instant. So we aren't really able to kind of cope with losing our life, if that makes sense, whereas she was. Not that that's any easier, but we're just, we have the harder time that that's something like that. that's something I worry about a lot, honestly. Yeah, and I don't know if there's anything to really prepare you for that, besides to know that it's coming, and you have to give yourself a lot of grace when you get frustrated. Uh, maybe talk to your wife about it and say, like, "Hey, I, I'm, you know, maybe just talk about the things that I just said. Like, I'm learning to." to give up my my life, you know, not like give it up, but like change this past life to, to uh, something new. I would almost, I mean, yeah, to by changing, you're giving up, yeah. right? You are, I'm absolutely going to give up the time I spend mm-hmm. making my videos and give up some of the, not maybe not all the time, but there is time like that life is yeah. different, you know, going out to the pub, you know, Going out to yeah. eat, we, that's something we do all the time. And yeah, you throw kids in, going out to eat happens significantly less. It's and or within can, the or first, could. yeah, within the first like six to nine months, yeah, you, you could still probably do it. And we look back and be like, how do we not do things more? Like we're doing more with two kids than we did with one kid, and that's. It's wild, but I think you're you're so unprepared and so unknowing with the first child that the second one's like, as yeah, you know, air quotes, it's like easy. a sack of potatoes, throw it over the shoulder. You know? Yeah, literally, literally. <laughs> so, anyways, that's kind of my biggest challenges, and then just like some, I guess, wisdom, for lack of a better term. But hope that helped. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, as we move into our second question, then. Uh, from our good friend K.O. within the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club as well. He asks, what was your most recent Nirvana smoke? Uh, for a little bit of context, we, we've called this Nirvana smoke uh, in the, across the community as a smoke that was just utterly enjoyable. Maybe it was flavors, maybe it was experience with uh, the, the particular pipe, the conversations, but typically it's everything was regarding flavor everything was hitting properly uh, there's no tongue bite kind of kind of one of those nirvana smokes it's a great experience so so nick what was your most recent nirvana smoke give us a little breakdown on that yeah and these nirvana smokes should kind of i mean maybe shouldn't is a strong word but like they're kind of few and far in between you know i i would say and at least for me and the last one i had was probably early spring of this year of, of 2023 i was outside i was smoking a janos pipe and um man everything just fell into place i forget what i was smoking but we were cooking a meal on our outdoor you know fire pit i was drinking some na's that i think adam sent to my house that i was supposed to bring to his house eventually which i did you did uh, yeah. and it na's are uh, non-alcoholic beers and um yeah, it was just so perfect in every way that, you know, the kids were acting great. They were smiling. They were running around. The fire was great. The food was great. The non-alcoholic beer was great. And most of all, the 
the pipe and the tobacco was great. And I think I actually talked about it on my uh, discussion with Kirk. A oh, bit. okay. So go check that out if it's out. And yeah, it was, it was just a very enjoyable moment that I will definitely always look back on. And I don't know if I've really had one since then. Um, I, that's kind of sad, but I'm okay the, with it. Yeah. I think to put in some context and as we related to the last question, you don't say that as like, you've had a thousand pipes and you're like, man, none of these, yeah. are hit. you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just the frequency is, is significantly right. lower. Um, because I mean, for my frequency, which is very, very high, uh, despite absolutely having these, oh man, this is hitting kind of smokes. Only one uh, Nirvana smoke had, had happened this trip so far, and it was definitely on our walk today, or you know, long walk was everything was just wonderful. Everything, every puff was was great Love up that. until the very last bowl, and and I, and I would like to, yeah, kind of expand that Nirvana definition to to the experience because I liked how you talked about how like you didn't necessarily remember the tobacco, you don't necessarily remember what you were talking about with your family, yeah. but it just it was just a great smoke like a really, really yeah. good smoke that was memorable. Um, and I will remember having enjoyed this pipe very much so. And I I mean, it will be easy for me to be like, oh, it's probably Bob's Chocolate Flake or Mac Barrel and Burley Flake. But, <laughs> but the tobacco itself isn't really the, you know, the issue at hand here. It's more of just the the fact that it made for a pleasant smoke. So, right. yeah, but man, dude, Thanks so much for for sharing those and and guys, I want to thank you guys for throwing the the ask Nick anything uh, submissions in. Uh, we are running low ish on our this or that's or over unders or ask Nick anything's or ask Adam anything's. So please take a moment to write into the show whether you're on the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club or not. You can always reach us there or show at getpiped.co. No M. Make sure there's no M. Make sure autocorrect doesn't throw that M in there. Uh, <laughs> realizing how that's definitely a, uh, you know, uh, something I probably would have changed, but the co sounds cool it and does. I didn't want to spend $12,000 for getpipe.com it was admin rights or whatever it was. It was. So please send in uh, your submissions for, for all of your topics. And Hey, we still have submissions that are open for some of our, our main topics, uh, that we love sharing. So please send those in and actually I'll expand one more time. So just any general questions, right? If you, we would like to do some kind of Q&A episode. Uh, don't know what the series will be. Don't know what the topic will be, but just, just start queuing us up. Send, send some burning questions you might have. Um, you know, you can label it, ask Adam, ask Nick anything or just whatever, but you know, get those submissions in show at getpipe.co or of course, through uh, any of our, our forms of media, Instagram, discord and whatnot. traveling friend dude am i an international pipe smoker dude i finally you are now the the leader of the international pipe smokers club that's just wait till like 
just wait till I get to planet the moon. <laughs> <You think? laughs> it's a weird planet. Um, this is the end of the show, man. Where can where can people find you while you are traveling the world? Dude, while I'm traveling the world, so much content to consume on youtube.com slash get piped. I am telling you, man, I made a little pitch on Instagram, which you find at get underscore pipe, but if you follow me, make sure I'm a right, GP underscore producer guy. Uh, but <laughs> with the YouTube thing, dude, my videos are different. They're made of more, man. They're built a little different. And I encourage you to go check them out. Some some awesome stuff is on that channel. Uh, it only gets worse as you go backwards, but you know, I am I am very proud of every single episode that is on the YouTube Get Piped uh, channel. And I'm telling you, if you're not a YouTube pipe guy, just give me one shot. If you like the podcast, you got to at least give it one shot. So I would encourage you to do that. Talked about Instagram, but our Galactic Get by Pipe Club is also ever growing. You can join in, talk about whatever you want, send us your submissions. It's a great place to be for the galactic, maybe not international, but galactic uh, pipe community that we have growing. Love it. Well, while you're trying to join our Discord, go ahead and share this podcast with any and all pipe smokers of new age, old age, middle age, whatever age. Don't give tobacco to children. Don't yeah, go don't to the vape do shop. That. Yeah, that's don't go to the vape in, shop, please. As much yeah, as I regret the, not doing it. Yeah, but uh, you know, share share with all those people. But you can share this podcast. You can share with the men, the women, and the children if you want to. It's just a podcast. Adam may have said something like he wanted to give tobacco to children, but we we are this is our disclaimer. We are not saying that, but we are saying saying to share the podcast with the men, the women, the children too. If you don't get that, you need to become a twelve percenter because it's we're ninety five episodes in. If you don't know the reference, you gotta figure it out, brother. So. Anyways, Adam, he's smiling over there. (laughs) Love it. I love it. But brother, brother bear, get piped. What are your wise words of wisdom this week? Dude, you know, I've had a lot of thoughts about pipes, a lot of thoughts about smoking and tobacco on my, on my trip so far, because it's, again, this is my vacation. So I'm doing the things I enjoy crushing pints, being with my wife, experience Irish culture and smoking my pipes. But I don't necessarily know if I have anything particular to the wisdom realm, but what I will tell you, this is kind of like your, this now we're hitting them 12 percenters. Big, uh, dude, I do hate the whole eye emoji, big things coming, but we have something very special. And I'd like to, this is a better way to word it. They do have something very special coming uh, for our 100th episode. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah. We're we're very excited. We got some things are things are in the works. Things are being built, not necessarily destroyed. Things are being made new, not being restored. A lot of stuff coming. Not a lot, just one really really cool thing that we're working on. So stay tuned. You know, thank you guys so much for continuing to listen to our podcast, continuing to share it and talk about it. And you know, hey, if you want to take a break, go ahead and do so. Do it. But this would. Just make sure you're back for episode 100. You'll want to be yeah, there. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys all for hanging out with us, for listening to my tales. And, you know, just let us chat. 
That's what I love doing. Love talking to you guys about pipes and tobacco. And I will continue to till episode 999, whenever that is in 24 <laughs> years, I think. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I am off to go save the pipe smoking world. But once again, I don't know how I'll pull it off. But until then, you have all just been piped. And until the next piping, we are out.